0: This is the multi-voice text-to-speech podfic reading of Unsatisfyingly Satisfying by Ashada, composed by Burning Aurora. Chapter 1. Dead End
1: Your aim is way off.
0: Pardon. Sirius looked up, part genuinely confused and part annoyed. He had marvelous hand-eye coordination. He was good at pull. His aim was not off.
1: It's not going to go in, that's all I'm saying.
0: Sirius didn't recognize the voice of this unhelpful spectator, but James was clearly already laughing and joined in on the taunts. So Sirius solidly ignored them and took his shot. And missed. Fuck, he exclaimed, hitting the end of the pool cue down into the hardwood floor of the hotel bar. James laughed in victory as he lined up his next shot. Sirius looked around for the source of the advice and oh, there she was smirking at him over a tumbler of amber liquid. Told you. She smirked. It was not way off, it was millimeters. And
2: I'm still going to beat this fucker. All I have to do is steal his glasses. Don't you fucking
3: dare, pads, James said. He took his shot and sank the ball. You'd never stoop to cheating. Don't let our new friend here think such a thing of you.
0: James walked behind the girl and from over her shoulder he gave Sirius an eyebrow wiggle that looked eerily like caterpillars dancing and mouthed. "Talk to her. Before turning to line up his next shot. Sirius rolled his eyes and took a sip of his own drink, watching James line up his shot. Obviously
2: I wouldn't cheat, Potts. Taking your glasses would be more of a...
0: prank. A prank. James snorted.
3: Whe. And a successful one. Stealing my glasses, that I medically need, is not a prank, man. That would be cheating.
0: He turned to the girl.
3: Back me up here.
0: She smiled and tilted her head, mock thinking.
1: Yeah, I agree. Taking something medically necessary isn't a prank. That would be mean. And I know someone invited to this weekend of celebrating the best in sports wouldn't be mean, would they?
0: Teasing infused her every word and although Sirius didn't usually like new people, her vibe was so chill that Sirius didn't have his back up at all. No, of course I, who
2: plays hockey for a living and body checks people every day, would never be mean.
0: Sirius retorted, a smirk growing on his lips. He stepped as casually as he could towards James's drink and poured some of his whiskey into James's beer. When James went to take a swig of beer he would get a surprise at the strength of the alcohol content.
1: That's not a fucking prank either. Tampering with a drink. Tat-tat, Sirius Black, you are terrible at this.
0: I'm not tampering, it's pots. James turned back to them after missing his latest shot. Tampering. What did he do?
1: Put some whiskey in your beer.
2: The
3: girl tattled.
2: Hey, come on, if you tell him he won't take too big of a swallow,
0: and the prank is ruined. Sirius groaned. James laughed and took a cautious sip, smirking at Sirius over his glass. There was no gagging or sputtering. Sirius waved a wrist around towards James, while looking at the girl with raised eyebrows, like he could waft his displeasure at the lack of reaction towards her.
1: Hey! It's not my fault you're bad at pool and pranks. I'm just telling you what I see,
0: she said eyes gleaming.
2: Oh ho, okay then. Come line up this shot with me if you're so good,
0: Sirius said. She stood at the opposite side of the table from him and corrected Sirius on his line, and he made the shot. They did it again, and he sank another ball. Hey,
3: as cute as this is, this also feels like cheating,
0: James protested. She laughed and mime zipping her lips, and Sirius missed the next shot. Meh, he muttered, leaning on his cue.
2: I am usually good at pool, even without a coach. What's your name, oh pool master?
1: I'm Rebecca. And I'm kind of glad to see you're not perfect at everything. Makes you more human.
0: She said. Sirius rolled his eyes and James piped up. Oh, there's lots of things he's terrible at. Pots, come on.
1: Ooh, like what? Other than pranks, of course.
3: Well, cooking and cleaning are the obvious ones, but also making plans. Doing interviews, obviously. Potter, come on, Arethisa. Speaking English when he's upset.
0: James had Rebecca laughing behind her glass and Sirius shot them both a mock serious glare.
1: In his defense, I heard some of his interviews today and the way they all asked him the same questions would drive anyone to terrible answers.
0: She said.
2: I
3: did not give terrible answers. Sirius protested. Are you here for the Ultimate Sports Magazine Special too, then? James asked her.
1: Yeah. I'm on the Olympic rugby team. You probably saw us being awesome and getting a silver medal at the last Olympics, so a few of us from the team are here.
3: Oh, sick. That's awesome. Yeah, his answers are pretty bad sometimes,
0: aren't they? James said, looking at Sirius all the while. Oh my god, I'm right here, stop at you two. Sirius said, going to stand between James and Rebecca, trying to split up their alliance. He secretly loved James's teasing, though. James was the perfect social lubricant. Being around people was just easier, better, when James was there. There had been at least a dozen interviewers asking him variations of the same question today, none of which were topics he wanted to talk about. He could have given them a whole feature on hockey, on his team. But no, they wanted to know about his family and parents and rivalries and standings and if he's found a nice girl in Gryffindor yet, and he wanted to scream. And there had been a photo shoot. It was awful. So Sirius was three whiskeys in and was trying to forget this day had ever happened and was definitely trying to forget that there was another photo shoot tomorrow. At least James was here too. The interviews with him there always went better. How did your interviews go? Sirius asked Rebecca, wanting to stop talking about himself.
1: Oh, fine. I was with my teammates for all of them, so that helps. Lots of lovely comments that start with so, girls rugby. After which I'd stare them in the eyes and remind them that's not actually a question and that it's women's rugby and we are an Olympic sport, thank you very much.
0: Sirius smiled at her fierce reenactment.
2: I wouldn't want to be on the wrong side of you. I'm glad I'm not a reporter or a rugby player.
3: That's the reason you're glad you're not a reporter. I would have thought it would have been all the reading and writing.
0: James quipped. I can read and write, Sirius said, punching James in the shoulder. He turned back to Rebecca. Ignore him, I can read.
1: Sure, I believe you,
0: she said. They watched James sink his final ball, celebrate with his arms in the air, and Sirius groaned. Rebecca, I thought you were nice.
1: I definitely never said that. Okay, my turn black, let's see what you've got. Put those soft hands of yours to use.
0: Rebecca and Sirius played a game of pool, and James threw jokes at them and drank, getting louder. Then Rebecca continued her winning streak and beat James, so they switched to darts and then somehow found things to juggle. Rebecca was the clear winner of juggling, but Sirius was very proud to be leagues better at it than James. She fit into their dynamic perfectly, the evening felt as relaxing and fun as a night with James alone would have been. She knew the same sports references they did, she was obviously athletic and competitive, and joined in all the good-natured chirping. Which was why Sirius was really fucking confused when she kissed him. James was still failing at juggling, and Sirius had done a fancy behind-the-back toss and catch. And then she was right there, pressing her body into him up on her toes to kiss him his mind both stuttered to a stop and also raced to 100 kilometers per hour was the whole evening leading up to this how did he miss that he thought they were having fun hanging out not a single romantic thought or vibe has crossed his radar Jellies. what should he do after a few seconds she settled back down onto her feet and looked up at him he honestly wasn't sure if he had kissed back or not He hoped he hadn't been standing there like a gaping fish. Oh, his hand was on her hip. When did that get there? He scanned the room, unsure what salvation could be hiding in a corner of this hotel bar, but there had to be a solution. James had stopped juggling and was staring at them, the balls held out in front of him and a huge grin on his face. He gave Sirius a thumbs up and nodded his head towards the exit, widening his eyes meaningfully. Okay. So James thought he should go for it. James was usually right about social situations.
1: It's been a fun night with you, Black,
0: Rebecca said, looking up at him from very close.
1: You have a room. Want to take the fun upstairs.
0: Sirius felt himself gulp, still feeling blindsided. Call me Sirius, he managed. He looked at James again and James widened his eyes again and Sirius let himself close his eyes for a long second it's not like this was the first time a girl had offered a night with him it wasn't even the dozenth it wasn't even the dozen time he'd accepted he'd had girls he'd seen more than a few times over months trying to find that spark that people seemed to have and he had been having so much fun with James and Rebecca sure the quintessential and easy friendship, brotherhood, with James was part of that. But shouldn't Rebecca be just what he was looking for? He looked down at her, really seeing her features for the first time. Dark hair in a high bun, high cheekbones to match. A sharp jawline that was tilted up at him, waiting for a response. She was maybe five foot nine. He had tilted his head down to kiss her when she was on her toes. Her body was obviously strong. Still on the small side, well small compared to him. She wasn't near a waif. She was sarcastic and funny and good at juggling. Maybe it could be different this time. Even though the hand at the back of his neck and his hand on her hip felt the same as when he draped a hand over James's shoulder. Nice, good, great, but not sparkly. It didn't steal his breath or make him want to drag her to the elevator, like people in movies seem to. She was looking up at him expectantly, and he finished a long exhale, and put a smirk on his lips. Yeah, okay then. Rebecca and James both smiled like sunshine, and Sirius relaxed a touch. This must be the right thing to do, then.
1: Lead the way, Sirius,
0: she murmured, taking his hand. Sirius gulped back the rest of his drink and waved to James, and walked towards the elevator. When they were in the elevator he leaned against the wall, legs apart to bring him lower and let her come to him. She pressed up against him and nipped and nuzzled at his jaw, kisses and small bites that made him extend his neck. Yes, okay, this felt good.
1: I've been watching you all day, Sirius. You looked so good at that
0: photo shoot. She ran her hands over his shoulder.
1: Your shoulders, shit.
0: Sirius wouldn't ever say no to compliments. He smiled and cocked his head at her. You were watching me. Planning this all day,
2: were you? Just knew the way to get close to me was to beat me at pool. The elevator
0: dinged and they stepped out into the hallway.
1: No, I wouldn't say that.
0: Rebecca laughed.
1: I kind of assumed you'd be a jerk. Most first-round draft picks who look like you would be assholes. But you've been really fun. It's felt so chill to hang out with you for the evening. You surprised me.
0: Sirius fumbled his keycard out of his pocket and let them into his room. Well, I'm glad you don't think I'm an asshole. He laughed. I'm sorry the bar was so low. She pressed him to the door as it closed behind them.
1: Sirius Black, the pole vaulter of shitty hockey players.
0: She murmured into the hinge of his jaw, kissing and huffing breath over the sensitive skin.
1: Clearing all the bars.
0: Sirius settled his hands into the widest part of her hips, appreciating the feel of muscle under his hands. "'I've had fun with you tonight too, Rebecca,' he murmured back, and turned his head to catch her mouth in a kiss. This was going well. He could do this. Maybe it was going to be different this time.' They sunk into kissing for quite some time, teeth and tongue and necks. Rebecca pressed her hands under his shirt pressed up and down his stomach for a while before lifting the shirt over his head. He settled his hand in her hair, hands cupping her jaw and the back of her head to tilt her lips up to his as he dove into her mouth with his tongue. Eyes closed and breaths loud, it was good. He could do this. He wasn't about to be the one to advance things, though. She seemed to realize this, and broke the kiss to reach down and pull her own shirt off. Sirius's eyes landed on her chest, breasts covered by a v-neck dark blue sports bra. He appreciated the lack of lace or small buckles. It would come right over her head. He knew he was supposed to want to reach out to touch, but anxiety tightened his belly, so instead, he settled his hands on the sides of her ribcage as a start and kissed her again, the bare skin of their bellies pressing together. She licked a long stripe up his neck, then sunk to her knees. Oh, Kelly's. Fuck. Okay. Yes. Sirius had never let someone do this for him. It felt like too much of a power imbalance. He knew of players who bragged about how many lips they'd had around their cocks without having to do anything in return, and he wasn't interested in that. He usually sunk to his own knees and kissed them. But tonight this, this could make tonight so easy. His two hands completely covered the back of her head when he reached down to touch her. He let her open his jeans and pulled them all the way down and off when she prompted him to lift his foot while kissing at his hip. Okay, okay. Complete nakedness wasn't always an option, but sure, here, it was fine. Normal. Good. His heart raced as his bare skin pressed into the door from the backs of his knees to his head. He was half-hard at best and he closed his eyes, forcing himself to take a few deep breaths. Into his belly, out through his mouth. Again, again. He let his head fall back against the door and closed his eyes. He kept his hands resting on the back of her head and thought of nothing but the sensations. Soft licks around his hip points, hands holding lightly onto his hips. Oh shit, a long lick up the length of his cock. Oh God, yes, like this, like this, he could feel the blood rush downwards in the best way. He widened his feet, got stable against the door, and felt his brain turning blissfully off as she took the tip of him into her mouth. He let out a shocked gasp at the feeling and looked down at her. She just barely had him in her mouth, one hand around his base and one around his hip. She looked up at him through eyelashes long with mascara, her breasts and cleavage obvious from this angle. Non, Merd, he couldn't do this. It was too weird, too one-sided. She'll tell her friends she sucked him off and he turned around and put her right back out the door. As if. He's brought her up here. He has to finish this now. He's had satisfying sex before and Rebecca is amazing and he can do it again now. If he could pep-talk his cock into hardness, he would. Will. Sirius took Rebecca's hands in his and pulled her up to her feet. I don't mind, she started. It would be over way too fast like that, beautiful, he said in as sultry of a voice as he could muster. Maybe it was even true. He walked her backwards, kissing her neck until they reached the bed. He even remembered to reach out a hand and snag a towel from the bathroom to put under them as they went by. He ran his hands up and down her sides as they kissed and on an upward pass pulled her brow over her head. She gasped, and he swallowed her gasp into a deep kiss. He didn't want to be naked by himself anymore. Can I take your pants off? He asked into her mouth.
1: God, yes, Sirius.
0: She said, tilting her head back as he latched onto her neck. She snagged her phone from her back pocket before her pants were thrown to the side and set music to playing while Sirius licked and bit over her collarbone and trap over the swell of her delt. He'd like to see her in the gym. He bet she could lift more than most guys. What do you bench? He asked, before running the question through his filter. What? She asked, tossing the phone and her crossbody bag onto the bedside table. Never mind. Sirius felt his cheeks heat and dipped his head to the other side of her neck.
1: What do I bench?
0: Rebecca laughed.
1: I can lift plenty, Black. Are you asking me to lift you?
0: She gestured with a teasing thumb over her shoulder.
1: Or you could jump on my back, and I'll squat you.
0: A tingle traveled up Sirius's spine at the thought, but settled for grabbing the aforementioned impressive glutes in both hands and lifting her onto the bed, letting her bounce twice before climbing after her. Maybe another time, he murmured. And the next while passed in a haze of music and kisses, Ed Sheeran feeling her nipples harden under his fingertips, and his own under hers. Hosier and strong thighs wrapped around his waist. Imagine dragons and his fingers slipping into wet folds as her breasts turned short. He kept crooking his middle finger through a song with a slow steady beat that he could feel wash over him until she quivered and cried out and came on his fingers. He couldn't understand a single word they were saying. Sirius felt undeniably accomplished at that, flickers of locker room advice passing through his head. How some guys complained about how impossible it was to get a girl off, how long it took, But look, he could do it. His hardness had flagged a little, though. Rebecca lay with her arms and legs splayed below him and he moved his arm away to rest on his forearm and breath for a minute, burying his forehead into the crook of his elbow. Before the indecipherable song even ended, Rebecca heaved a breath into her lungs like she was coming back to life.
1: Holy shit, serious.
0: He crooked a hidden smile at the praise, but didn't move. Maybe she'll be okay with just that. He wanted more, but also didn't know what to want or how to ask for it. He looked up and saw how beautiful she was laying there, boneless, tinged with a sheen of moisture across her body. His eyes flitted from her arms to her hips, to her lips, her eyes. She turned away, rolled and reached for her bag. She came back with a condom. It sat on the bed beside them and Rebecca reached her hands down for him. Okay then, not done. Still going. Here we go, going. Sirius closed his eyes, still resting on a forearm as she began to hold his cock in her small palm. Huffed out a groan after she licked her palm messily and set to stroking him in earnest. She swiped a thumb across the top, spreading the moisture down and around. Sirius kept his eyes closed, their foreheads pressed together, and their mouths next to each other, breathing each other's air. He focused on the sound of the music and the feel of her hand, trying not to think about anything but the sensations. It worked, and he grew to hardness again, especially when she rolled his balls through her other hand. Then she was rolling the condom onto him and pressing his tip to her wetness. Rebecca used him to tease through her pussy, gathering wetness, and they moaned together. Matching groans crested when she lined him up, and even his instincts knew to press forwards, eyes still closed. The slide was easy and she wrapped her legs around him, ankles hooked above his ass. He made himself open his eyes and hooked one hand under her ass as he stayed on his other forearm and thrust in and out. She tilted her head up and claimed his lips in a kiss, hand light behind his neck. Her breasts pressed into his chest, soft and round. No, not now. He scolded himself as his mind started buzzing with anxiety and too many thoughts. This was good. Literally, if he focused his attention to just those few inches, or honestly anything neck down, it felt great. He could be good, do this well. Make a plan, make it work.
2: Your ass, Rebecca,
0: Tabernak. He murmured into her ear, eyes still closed, and squeezed with his hand that had been running over the muscle of her hip and ass almost all night. Will you show it to me? Turn over for me. He kept his voice as light as he could. He thought this was a Lord's song now. Lily played that sometimes while they cooked, and Sirius wanted that. He wanted someone to dance around the kitchen with, someone to come home to, to play music with and, and he didn't even know, couldn't picture what a relationship would look like. But he knew he hadn't had such a fun night with a new person in a long time, and Rebecca checked all the boxes, and did have a great ass. Rebecca was nodding, and he pulled back a little, giving her room to move. She flipped onto her belly and got her knees under her, all her curves on display. For him. He took her in, took a deep breath, and ran a heavy palm up her spine, making her arch. He pushed her hair off her neck with one hand and kept that hand resting over the curve of her shoulder, and used his other hand to guide himself back into her. He dropped his head back in relief. There, okay now he can do this. It felt good, undeniably warm and wet and easy. He dug his fingers and thumb into the flesh of her hip, hands spanning all of her cheek. She arched her back and pushed back into him, urging him on, and he obliged, smoother and with less racing thoughts now. He trailed his fingers over her, letting his thumb inch towards her crease. He could close his eyes, tilt his head back, and get lost in the sensation the vague what-if scattering through his mind, and finally just enjoy this. Then, Sirius's hips stuttered through echoing first lines, he rolled his head on his neck, gripped both hands around her hips, watched his fingers imprint on the soft skin. She arched back into him again, and the beat of the song seemed to match his heart, like his heart was the drum, his gripping hands the bass, his cock Freddie Mercury's fucking voice. His hips followed the beat, the rhythm encouraging deep but moderate speed thrusts. The heat and slide was a bomb, but there was no climax around the corner of this rhythm. That's okay. His mind was watching Freddie sing inside his head more than he was present in the moment, but he was aware enough that he noticed something about his angle was making Rebecca cry out with each deep, thorough, perfectly timed thrust. He wondered if she noticed they were fucking to the beat of Queen. Probably not, if her cries of pleasure were any indication. Sirius hoped she didn't notice. It probably wasn't normal to focus so closely on a song while you're inside a girl. Fuck yeah he worked hard. He had done a bag skate yesterday and his glutes had been sore all day, moving like a marionette for the photographer and plastering on his smile. He'd rather do another bag skate than another photo shoot. There was a dew of sweat on every inch of him. She'd probably call his stamina impressive. One Queen's song alone might be enough to call him impressive, and they'd done a lot more than that. He wasn't impressed with himself. Sirius couldn't help but stutter to a stop, his eyes heating, his heart burning. He absolutely had to finish this. The music stopped for a long second, then picked up again. It repeated the damn lyrics again and again. He wished it was a spell, an invocation. It felt like a taunt. He found the rhythm again, got his knees firmly under him, and Rebecca was panting, calling his name. Touch yourself. He commanded, managing to find some words for the actual present moment he was actually in. He ran his hands over her ass and waist, found his grip on her firm hip muscles. His eyes were only growing hotter. He looked up. He absolutely had to finish. And so did she. Fuck and oh thank fuck. She was absolutely yelling now, incoherent curses mixed with yes, and his name, and he felt the telltale tightening around him as she quivered and shook under him. She was matching his beat, pound for pound, pushing back on him harder than he was pushing forwards into her. He looked down, watched himself disappear and reappear, in and out of her. It was undeniably sexy, hot. The song was slowing down. Freddie Mercury would be getting ready to strike his final pose. He could not have her telling people he couldn't finish, and he was undeniably turned on, he wanted to come. Freddie fucked guys. Freddie would have gone home with a guy from a show after playing this song every night. Sirius dropped one hand to the mattress, bent over her, the other hand gripped her hip tighter at the thought. Going home with a guy. Maybe he'd have honey curls and a broad, hard chest, and kind eyes that sparkled with mischief. The lyrics faded out, and another song started to play just as serious lost the ability to hear anything other than the rushing in his ears as his now disjointed thrust spread tinkling pleasure over his body. Whatever it took, he had to finish. Whatever it took. Somebody, somebody, somebody. It took the thought of brown-hazel eyes, and the lips that would call his name would be a perfect rosebud mouth that wasn't sticky from lip gloss. A firm body, broad and tall, and he'd be deep in, just a flash, an image, and he was spilling into the condom, quivering through the aftershocks. His mouth turned towards Rebecca's shoulder as he panted, and forced himself back into the present. Flashes of a faceless, guy, kept running through his mind, shoulders, chest, Ass eyes, cock, come, Maudia, as he moved through a few more quivering aftershock thrusts. Because here, now, needing to imagine somebody in order to come. Sirius could admit this much, it was a man he imagined. Rebecca was here now, now, and they weren't quite done. But relief spilled through him as much as his orgasm had, relief that they had both come. He eased out of her, took the chance to take a deep breath or three as he threw the condom away. He looked nowhere as he went back to the bed, knowing this was part of it, had to be part of it if he wasn't going to be an asshole in the story. He laid on his back beside her. She had flopped onto her back and was breathing hard, and she immediately curled into his side when he laid down. This part was actually easier. He could put his arm around her, rub her shoulder soothingly, bend his leg up between them as casually as he could.
1: Fuck, serious.
0: That was really good. She murmured, running her hand over his chest through the hair, her nails scritching against his skin.
2: I'm sure you say that to all the boys,
0: since you're such a nice girl. He teased. He could feel her eyes roll even without seeing it.
1: As if. I haven't lied to you one fucking time tonight. I'm not about to pad your ego with something like that if it wasn't true.
0: Take the compliment. Sirius thought to himself. He leaned over and kissed the top of her head. Merci ma belle.
2: Ouais, c'était très bon.
0: He hid behind the French, knowing she'd like the sound, and wouldn't hear the formality, the insincerity wrapped in a pretty bow. He forced any guilt from imagining somebody while with her away with the satisfaction of knowing that she was happy, and he was happy. He was fine. It was all fine. She hummed in contentment and snuggled in closer to him and he let the lazy minutes pass, knowing he had to let her get up first and content to let this part go on a bit. The warm press of her against him was welcome. This was the confusing part, he liked her fine, now. Could appreciate the swell of her hip and the gloss of her long hair. Why couldn't that be enough when he was hard and fucking inside her, and he needed to come? Why did he have to imagine, fuck, other things? After long minutes Rebecca heaved a sigh and got up to the bathroom. Sirius traced a soft fingertip in patterns along his belly as he lay there alone, wondering what to do for the night. He had been planning on sleeping here. Not anymore. Thankfully he hadn't unpacked. He couldn't ask her to leave, that would be so fucking rude. What should he do? When she came out of the bathroom, Sirius went into it, the harsh light stinging his eyes. He fumbled with the switches until there was only a light on in the perfectly white shower and the main light was off. He didn't need another spotlight. Would he get any sleep with her here? Did it matter if he didn't? He had more interviews tomorrow. He couldn't go home. Minnie would flay him. His mind turned in useless circles until he forced himself to leave the bathroom, a perfectly white towel around his waist. Rebecca was dressed. His heart lightened like it might float away. Are you leaving? He asked, hoping his relief sounded like surprise. He was surprised, to be fair.
1: Yeah, more interviews and shit tomorrow, and I gotta wash my face and curl my hair in the morning,
0: Rebecca said, looking up at him while gathering the last of her things.
1: As much as I wish I could lay in bed with you for the weekend, the press weekend from hell continues.
0: Sirius huffed a laugh that he could agree with. I'm sorry you have to curl your hair for them." She laughed too, a sweet, deep sound, and stepped up to him, closing the distance between their bodies and pressing a kiss to his jaw. He tilted his head down to meet her lips for a kiss.
1: "'Thanks, Sirius, really. That's sweet. And thanks for showing me how good of hands you have,'
0: she smirked. Sirius's heartbeat sped up in embarrassment. He guessed if that's what she was going to tell her friends, he'd take it. Mon plaisir, he said into her lips, then stepped away from the door to let her go by. It could mean anything.
1: Call me, okay. I'll be in New York for a while, and Griff isn't so far away that I can't make a trip. Maybe take in a game. I haven't been to a hockey game in a long time, but I think I'm beginning to see the appeal.
0: She smiled, her hand on the doorknob. Sirius ran his hand over the back of his head, the other hand gripping his towel tight enough to turn his knuckles white. Ha, yeah, it's A. Good game, he said lamely. He didn't want to promise anything but didn't want to be rude, shit, he didn't know what to say. She cocked her head at him and quirked a smile, opening the door. He knew she was noting the lack of friendly banter they had shared all evening. But that was before. He quickly stepped to the side so as to not be in the line of sight of the hallway.
1: Okay, bye then Sirius,
0: she said softly,
2: giving him a low wave. Bye, Rebecca. Auchan, ah, it was good to
0: meet you. I mean, it was good too. He trailed off. He was not about to say it was good to sleep with you. What in the fuck was his brain doing to him? There was no possible ending to that sentence. Salut. He managed to croak before she waved one last time and let the door close. He stepped behind it and let his forehead thunk the wood above the peephole. He hooked the chain, let his towel drop and retreated to the bed. The comforter they had been on top of was thrown to the side of the room in a heap. The sheets held some warmth, but no wet spots, and he turned his head into the pillow. He could almost see the ghost of honey curls on the pillow beside him. He sighed and closed his eyes. Breathing in the practiced way to bring on sleep even amidst stress and pressure. He had a strange urge to reach down and touch himself. He didn't know if he could get hard again, but despite the sex, he didn't feel done. But it had been a success, really. He had come, he had made her come. Twice, thank you very much. She had a good story for her friends. He had admitted something big to himself, which, sure, he had always known. As amazing as Rebecca seemed to be, As many boxes as she ticked in a theoretical world, he was realizing he hadn't just needed to find the right girl. If that's what he had needed, surely Rebecca would have been it. A nicely crafted excuse text in a day or two would be the end of it, and parts of the evening had felt really good. But holy mother of Jesus. He could absolutely, unequivocally, not do that again. Chapter 2 Shiver. You got the camera, baby, Remus called as he shut the trunk of the white rental car.
4: Oui, j'ai les collations là.
0: Remus smiled as he translated in his head. Being in Banff National Park, or Park National Banff as Sirius exclusively called it, with signs and boards and everything in French as well as English, had set Sirius into a firmly French state of mind. Remus was absolutely not complaining. The melodic sounds scratched his brain just right, even if he couldn't replicate them. He just beeped the car, pocketed the keys, patted his pocket to feel his phone, and caught up to Sirius and took his hand as they walked across the parking lot. It was early in the morning, the gondola would be just starting up. They planned their visits to touristy places for the least busy time of day. A good half hour had been spent signing autographs at the Calgary airport when they arrived a few days ago. Canadians knew their hockey players, especially ones who would certainly be on the next Canadian Olympic hockey team. Neither of them minded per se, but also if they could blend in, well they'd rather prefer that option. Typical outdoorsy, MEC outfits like every other tourist were their outfits, with a pretty generic blue ball cap for Sirius, and Remus had chosen a fashionable flat brim hat after Sirius had gone silent, and staring when Remus had tried it on in the store. While any claim they had to disguise was low, their main hope was that most of the people who rode a gondola on a Thursday morning wouldn't also be hockey fans. Banff had been great so far, busy streets of tourists to blend into while eating elephant ears, a hike yesterday to lakes the most fucking amazing color of turquoise where everyone nodded their head and said hello as they passed on the trail, and today they were heading up the gondola. It was a warm July day and Remus knew heat would start to gather soon but it felt so fresh here in the mountains, always a breeze, really it was nearly idyllic. Even here, in a busy parking lot, dozens of cars already in pavement for hundreds of meters, it still somehow felt rustic. That was the influence of the towering rough mountains he supposed. They were everywhere here, he had never been in the mountains like this. He squeezed Sirius's hand as they walked, his head turning to take it all in.
2: The view doesn't get old,
0: eh? Sirius laughed as he took in Remus's wide eyes. Literally never.
4: There's just mountains everywhere. And here we go, up another one,
0: Sirius said. Can't wait, Remus said, squeezing Sirius's hand with excitement again, taking in the gray of Sirius's eyes and comparing it to the gray of the mountains. The mountains were undeniably majestic, but that blue-gray gaze was still his overall first-place favorite. Remus scanned the tickets on his phone for the agent with the usual bonjour. Hello passed between them and joined the small line of people waiting to board the gondolas. They wound through the roped-off area, back and forth across the loading area as the line moved, reading the information placards as they went. Remus challenged himself to read the French versions and asked Sirius for help with some words, just to hear him say them, to see Sirius's eyes smile when he heard Remus say the words back as best he could. They passed the time in the line quickly like this, passing words in French back and forth to each other quietly, almost like bubbles of love being traded between them, like emotional kisses, like whatever the sounds are that are in my mouth, they always mean I love you. Remus vaguely knew from the corners of his attention that the people who worked for the park were working with the line, fitting groups together into gondolas in the most space-efficient way, calling for single riders to come join groups of three, putting two couples together, keeping kids with their parents. There was a large family ahead of them and Sirius, and Remus had been half-hearing conversations about snacks and who would sit by who and where's my water bottle and dad, what if we see a bear? So when the attendant called, Next group of two. Un group de deux. Looks traveled down the family and passed like dominoes to Sirius and Remus. On est deux. Sirius said, knowing everyone who worked for the park spoke at least some French and he was loving using it at every opportunity.
5: Allez, on y va.
0: the attendant said, waving them over. Sirius and Remus kept their hands clasped as they snuck past the big family. Remus murmured in. Ope, sorry, as they made their way to the front of the line. They boarded the open gondola, sitting down on one side together as the doors slid closed and the gondola started moving. Remus was just starting to look out the floor to ceiling window seeing the expanse of nature below them, all around them once they were past the loading area of the building, when he heard.
1: Sirius Black
0: Oh shit. They were on a gondola with a fan. Well, hopefully a fan, God, imagine if it was someone who wanted to lecture them for the whole eight-minute ride. Sirius would give them his stony cold game face, and inevitably the person would back down, but it would be so awkward but Sirius hadn't said anything. He was just staring, mouth slightly open. Time passed in frozen silence, enough time that Remus darted his eyes back and forth from Sirius's frozen form to the two girls sitting across from them. One had a ball cap on with a dark ponytail floating out the back of it, and her tank top showed clearly well-developed biceps and deltoids, hiking shorts and shoes. She was nearly as slack-jawed as Sirius. The other girl was much more fashionable, in pants that were somehow loose but still fitted, and a cropped shirt, sports bra. What did Remus know about women's fashion? Clean white runners, long curly blonde hair pulled into a messy half bun. It was still banff and hiking appropriate except everything about her outfit and hair seemed to be on purpose in a way that none of the rest of them could claim. She seemed to be trying to read the situation as much as Remus was and after long seconds she was the one to break the silence.
5: Rebecca. You know him.
0: The other girl, Rebecca, almost literally shook herself out of her surprise and laughed, a smile coming over her face.
1: Oh my god, what are the fucking chances? Yeah, well, I mean, Sirius and I, well, yeah, we've met.
0: Remus felt his eyebrows raise at her faltering tone, and he looked to Sirius, who didn't seem ready to say words of any language yet. So Remus spoke first. Oh, well hello. I'm Remus. It's nice to meet you. And he put his hand out to Rebecca to shake. She smiled more, her eyes taking him in, and she took his hand.
1: Hi Remus, I'm Rebecca. Nice to meet you. This is my girlfriend Claire.
0: She said, gesturing at the well-dressed girl.
1: We're just touring the area, on vacation, I guess you must be too. It is the off-season, I guess. I can't believe we're on the same gondola as you, what even is this?
0: Remus felt himself relax, girlfriend, okay so they weren't in for an eight-minute lecture. That was something at least. He turned to Claire and shook her hand too. His eyes traveled up and down her tattooed arms, all thin lines and curling shapes. He especially noticed a beautiful one of a star surrounded by a circle on the inside of her elbow, but the whole thing was made of flowers and vines in light colors.
4: Nice to meet you too, Claire. Are y'all hockey fans then?
0: He asked, glancing repeatedly at Sirius, who was still seemingly frozen. He pressed his palm against Sirius's thigh, hoping to ground him with touch, feeling more than a little bit like he needed that too. Claire laughed, a high, bright sound.
5: No, I can't say I am. Is that how you know him, sweetheart?
0: Claire asked her girlfriend.
5: I,
1: um, well yeah, kind of. We met at a media weekend where they were doing stories on a bunch of athletes for a magazine.
0: Rebecca explained. Her gaze bounced between Sirius, Remus, her girlfriend, back to Sirius. Remus nodded. Well that made sense. What didn't make sense was that Sirius hadn't said a single fucking word. He turned toward him, angling his body towards his husband so he could mouth as much as say, Siva, baby. Sirius started bobbing his head. Remus saw him take two purposeful breaths, close his eyes for a long moment, and then open them again with his media smile on.
2: Désolé. sorry, sorry Rebecca. You just surprised me.
0: He took off his hat, ran his hands through his hair and replaced the hat.
2: Wow, yeah, it's good to see you. Like you said, what are the chances?
0: What media thing was it that you did? Remus asked lightly, hoping to soften whatever the fuck this atmosphere was.
2: That one in New York that Potts and I went to. During your third season with the team, I think.
0: Sirius said. He looked deep into Remus's eyes and took and squeezed his hand. Remus didn't know why Sirius needed comfort, but he clearly did. So he scooted as close to Sirius as he could on the bench, held his hand and tried to send comfort like osmosis. It seemed Sirius may have received the offering because he seemed to relax a degree or two.
2: Rebecca was on the Olympic rugby team that got a medal at that Olympics a few years ago.
0: Sirius supplied, gesturing to her. Or maybe you still play.
1: Yeah, I do actually. She replied. I'm not a starter anymore, but I still have one more Olympics in me. The team has been doing so awesome, it's been such a sweet ride.
0: Oh wow, that's amazing," Remus said, meaning it, and hoping to take the conversation in safer territory. Are you on a break from training right now?
4: Being a tourist for a bit.
1: Yeah. It's so beautiful out here. And it's nice to have time to take in the sights. We travel for matches all the time, but it's never very long in one place. We played a match near here last season, and it was so beautiful I knew I needed to bring Claire back here.
0: She smiled at her girlfriend and took her hand. So you're a hockey player? Claire asked Sirius. He smiled a small smile and nodded, maybe started to say more while gripping Remus's hand, but Claire continued.
5: That's nice, but you two obviously slept together, right?
0: She said, gesturing between Rebecca and Sirius. Rebecca just laughed, Sirius's mouth dropped open, and Remus startled like he'd been shocked.
4: That's what this weird vibe is.
0: He asked Sirius, half laughing, half horrified. Oh my god, well, I get it now. Sirius dropped his head into both his hands, shaking his head, and then his shoulders were shaking, until his whole body was quivering with laughter.
2: Mon Dieu, sorry, Rebecca. re, I'm sorry.
0: Laughter bubbled out of him.
2: I don't know why I locked up, I got thrown back in time there for a minute, in my head. I'm okay now. Sorry. Rebecca, it really is good to see you. I just was so surprised.
0: Remus just shook his head. He'd be pretty shocked in the same situation too. The air already felt clearer. Sirius's laughter had dissipated most of the awkwardness.
1: So you're by too then?
0: Rebecca asked.
1: Or pan maybe. I saw you two in the news of course. Oh god, I didn't mean to bring that up. I just mean, obviously you're married now. Congratulations.
0: She seemed to force herself to stop talking and Remus laughed.
4: Yeah, we got married last summer. It was
0: amazing. Sirius smiled at him, the smile they always had when they thought about the lake house and their friends and family, and the perfect haze of happy memories that surrounded that day. Sirius took a deep breath and turned to Rebecca.
2: Yeah, but, um, no. Uh, I'm actually gay. That's probably why I froze up there for a minute. But if you're queer too that makes me feel a lot better, I think I panicked for a second that there would be flirting.
0: Sorry, sorry. He said, looking back and forth between both Rebecca and Claire. Claire laughed.
5: Oh there could still be flirting, I'm afraid. You're just her typing guys. I'm gay too, but my sweetheart here had a later in life by awakening, much to my benefit.
0: She got closer and closer to Rebecca's neck as she said this and ended with a soft kiss to her jaw. Rebecca smiled a soft smile at her girlfriend, but then turned to Sirius, more serious.
1: Wow, so, um, that night must have been hard for you then. I feel like I should apologize. I think I kissed you first that night.
0: Sirius shrugged his shoulders like his shirt was too tight, and Remus studied his reaction, taking his hand in both of his now, and drew circles in Sirius's palm with his thumb. Sirius rubbed the back of his head with his other hand before answering.
2: No, please don't apologize. You couldn't know, I didn't know. Well I knew, but I didn't know. It's not like you were the only girl I was with. I thought I just had to meet the right girl. And actually you helped with that, because you were so amazing. Beautiful, and fun to be around,
0: and athletic and funny. And it was still. Fine. Rebecca laughed, and faked hitting her heart with her fist like a stab.
2: No. I don't mean it was bad.
0: It was fine. Should I keep saying fine? It was. Sirius trailed off, looking to Remus, clearly now developing an aversion to the word fine.
1: Sirius, Sirius, it's okay. I get it. The comp hat comes for us all, doesn't it?
0: Rebecca said. She started off half laughing, but her voice was full of authenticity by the end of her sentence. Remus kept running his thumb over Sirius's palm in soothing circles, and Claire lifted her arm up to trace the edge of the window, and then put it around Rebecca's shoulders, hugging her close. In the moment of silence that followed, the gondola slowly swung to stop. They all looked around, looking down at the magnificent view really for the first time since they got on the thing.
4: Huh, they must be stopping it to help someone on or off, I guess,
0: Remus said. A shiver had come over him as they swung to a stop, but it passed. The others nodded in acknowledgement as they swayed gently. You were my last. Sirius said into the silence. My last time with. With a woman. Remus raised his eyebrows at Sirius.
2: Well, I kissed other girls after that, only in public, but I knew after that night with you that I wanted to be with guys. Even if I didn't let myself actually do that for a long time yet, at least I knew. He paused. Sorry he
0: said again. Rebecca laughed.
1: Honestly Black, it really is okay, stop apologizing. I'm a little surprised, for sure, because for me it was really good. Like, really good. Like I never found a guy as good again good, despite giving it an honest try. Had to fully just move on to women, good. So I might be questioning my perception of reality a little bit over here, but you don't have anything to apologize for.
0: Remus was processing, hardly believing the turn this gondola ride had taken, but had to smile at that.
4: He is pretty good, isn't he?
0: Remus said, gazing up at Sirius with
4: mischief in his eyes. From our very first time, he knew what he was doing. Fucking knocked my socks off.
0: Remus laughed. Rebecca joined him and Sirius buried his head in his hands again.
1: Right. His hands.
0: God, tell me about it. In his back. Divine. Rebecca sighed, tone half-teasing and half-serious.
1: And just his size, you know, when he's on top, fully covering you.
0: Remus faked a swoon, back of his hand to his forehead.
4: It's amazing. Might be my favorite place in the world to be.
0: Sirius sat up and smacked Remus's shoulder. Re, stop it. He laughed.
4: Did you get to experience his mouth? Remus asked, leaning
0: forwards to Rebecca. Or how his eyes get so intense it's like they glow. Remus. Rebecca sighed dramatically.
1: I didn't experience his mouth, unfortunately. And I think he must be the only man in history to have turned down a blow job. It was mostly hands and some lovely dirty talk and, well, you know.
4: Oh, the French dirty talk.
0: Remus fawned, fanning himself with his hand, smiling evilly at Sirius. It's so hot. Rebecca faked a dramatic gasp.
1: Is this why you wanted me on my hands and knees?
0: She asked, gesturing dramatically to Remus.
1: So you could pretend I was him.
0: The words might be accusatory, but the tone was pure glee.
1: Did you know him then?
0: She asked Remus. Sirius moaned into his hands and ground out what might have sounded like kill me now.
4: I just knew him as the hockey obsessed, tough as nails, never an emotion to be seen hockey captain back then and I saw him make out with multiple girls at bars after that, so he clearly wasn't ready for me yet back then. Remus teased.
0: Claire and Rebecca both nodded.
5: We all have to make our journeys of self-discovery in our own time, don't we?
0: Claire said. That we do. Remus said, letting the last of his laughter bubble out of him. They all took in a minute of happy silence, admiring the view. Even Sirius cautiously poked an eye out of the safety of his hands and looked past Remus to see towering snow-capped mountains which they were almost eye-level with up this high. This ground was really quite far away. Deep green trees transitioned into bright green grass in places. The buildings of the town looked like dots from here, and the fluffy white clouds seemed much closer than he had ever experienced before. The peace of the mountains seemed to sweep into the softly swinging gondola and Rebecca turned back to Sirius. Still snuggled into Claire's side.
1: I am sorry though, that society or whatever made you think you had to sleep with me. I'm sorry if I played a part in that,
0: she said. Sirius wasn't frozen like the snow-tipped mountains now. He tried to let his words flow like the breeze instead.
2: I appreciate that, Rebecca, I do. But I could have said no, and I knew that. I went upstairs with you because I thought I should want to, but I was so deep in the shoulds that in a roundabout way I did want to. And I'm honestly so glad you thought it was good, that's like all I cared about.
1: I never would've known you weren't into it, Sirius, really, it was good.
0: Sirius rolled his head on his neck, looking sheepish but happy.
2: It's not that I didn't think it was good. It did feel good, you're amazing. I just was also really busy, in my mind. My thoughts were just going in bad circles with pressure and doing the right thing and what you might tell your friends and what I'd tell my teammates. So of course it was harder for me to just enjoy it. But like I said, you were the last time I did that, so I'm also really thankful for that, and for you. If you couldn't be the right one, I knew there was no point in trying anymore.
0: He switched his gaze to Remus, and his grin turned dopey. Until this one told me he was gay, and that I'd be worth it. Merci, Claire. Remus squeezed his hand. You are worth it. Every day. If I may, Claire said.
5: It sounds to me like you're both right. You're right, my love, to feel a bit weird about learning the guy you slept with doesn't actually like sleeping with women. But it's also okay that you still enjoyed it, because you're always allowed to have your own version of a situation, based solely on your own experience of it. And he was actively trying to have you enjoy it, for different reasons than you thought. There's no way you could have known his every inner thought.
0: Rebecca smiled and rested her head on her girlfriend's shoulder.
5: And you serious? She continued. It could be interpreted as misleading to have gone upstairs with her, but Rebecca and I, as women who love women, know the strength and seeping nature of comphet, as I'm sure you do too, as a man in a traditional masculine field. It gets into your bones and bosses you around and ties your thoughts up in knots. I'm really glad you freed yourself from expectations to let yourself live. I can tell the two of you are really good together. She smiled.
0: Remus nodded his head along with her and kept drawing calming circles with his thumb around Sirius's palm. Sirius smiled.
2: And for what it's worth, Rebecca, I'm sorry for putting you in that situation.
1: Forgiven, Sirius Black. And thank you for ruining me for other men so that I could find this goddess.
0: She leaned up to kiss Claire on the lips, deep and sensual. Sirius thought that looked like a really great idea, and leaned into Remus. Ça va, baby! Remus repeated, their lips close, breathing each other in and out. He had been pressed up against Sirius's side this whole conversation, clutching his hand. And now they blocked out the mountains, the uncomfortable seat, the shining sun, and only focused in on each other.
2: Oui. Je vais bien. Eton. But also good. Glad to have you,
0: like always. I'll never be anywhere else, Mari, Remus murmured as he leaned in to kiss Sirius. Lost in their kiss, they didn't notice that Rebecca and Claire were watching them with soft smiles on their faces, Rebecca's head still against Claire's shoulder. Claire twirled her hand around and then threaded her fingers through Rebecca's ponytail, smiling. The gondola started moving again, startling Sirius and Remus apart with a smile. They squeezed each other's hands with a shiver, they both had goosebumps from a brief chill. They all rode the last few minutes how they all had thought their whole ride would go. They pointed out the tallest trees, saw shapes in the clouds, basked in the chance to be so high up and see the world from such a different perspective. Funny how that makes a difference for so many things. They all saw the loading area approach, and stayed quiet while they slowed to a stop and the doors opened. They filed out into the visitor's center. When they rounded the corner and were away from most other people, Rebecca folded herself into Sirius for a hug, squeezing him. Her cheek pressed into his chest. He rested the side of his head against her and held her for a long moment.
1: Despite the shock, it really was good to see you, Sirius. And super good to get to clear the air with you about our night together. I, selfishly, hope you don't regret it, but it's okay if you do. I'm still happy to know you. Maybe you can actually text me back now that there's no big secret swirling over you.
0: She swatted him in the stomach at the last, and he dodged with an oof and a laugh. Rebecca, honestly,
2: I'm really glad to have run into you like this. Sorry if I was weird. I don't regret it, how can I, when it was a stop on the path to me finding my husband? Rebecca turned and gave
0: Remus a hug too.
1: Sorry for having your husband before you.
0: She teased. Remus huffed a laugh and hugged her back.
4: Good to meet you, Rebecca. I'll forgive you, I suppose. He joked. Since I'm the one he's
0: going home with, I can't complain.
1: Nope, you have absolutely nothing to complain about, I would know.
0: Rebecca teased as she took Claire's hand again.
1: And I have this goddess now anyways. Bye, guys, take care.
0: She said as they started to turn away down the boardwalk. Enjoy your vacation. Claire said with a wave, and Remus and Sirius waved as well, standing with their arms around each other's backs. When they were a good way down the boardwalk Sirius turned and collapsed into Remus's arms. They stood there amidst the beauty of the mountains. Tourists walked past and around them, taking pictures. They stood long enough for clouds to form and reform shapes, until Sirius could huff out a laugh. What the actual fuck are the chances?
4: of you stepping into a six-foot square enclosed space with the last woman you had sex with. Really, really, really low I'd imagine. Even if we change the odds to include all the women in general who have seen you naked, the number still has to be.
0: Remus trailed off as Sirius stood up and pushed him away, grumbling and laughing. Stop teasing me, Monlu, this was traumatizing. Sirius pouted. Oh baby, I know, I know, come here. Remus laughed and gathered Sirius and tight for one more hug. Let's look around.
4: And then we can walk down. So we don't accidentally get trapped with the next least likely person in the fucking world. I can't quite imagine who that could be at this point, but we're probably safer on a hiking trail.
2: Let's get trapped with your college boyfriend, and I'll make comments about your
0: mouth. tabarnak That was embarrassing. Sirius laughed under his breath as he turned to take in the view. I was trying to cut the tension. I'll cut your tension. Sirius muttered back. Can't wait, baby, Remus said with a suggestive eyebrow waggle. Sirius rolled his eyes, and then they did enjoy the view, thoroughly. And they took the hiking trail back down the mountain. Chapter 3 Goosebumps Sirius and Remus got through the rest of their evening without being asked for any selfies or autographs, and managed to not run into any more exes. Ordering room service to the room may have helped avoid this. How did it happen anyways? Sirius looked up from behind his burger. They were sitting on the floor of their hotel room, eating, TV on in the background.
4: What? How did you end up in bed with Rebecca? I've never found myself in that situation. Always knew I wasn't up for it. Remus shrugged. We don't have to talk about it, but I have to admit I'm still thinking about it.
2: Thinking about it like you want to invite them over, or thinking about it like you're jealous.
4: Sirius quipped. Neither, asshole. Remus rolled his eyes. I'm just trying to understand the wilds that were your
0: mind back then. I don't even know, Re. Sirius sighed. He popped the last bit of burger into his mouth and chewed while he looked up at the beige ceiling, thinking.
2: I could hardly think in a straight line back then, I was so tied up in knots. Lots of guilt and pressure and shame and so so many shoulds. Remus nodded.
4: You thought you should like women. Like Claire said, the compact comes for all of us at some point.
0: Sirius nodded. He draped an arm over one bent knee and Remus reached out and held his dangling fingers gently as Sirius spoke.
2: That was definitely part of it. Just pressing down the thoughts I had about guys until they were as small as possible. Doing mental gymnastics to explain them away. I really thought I just needed to find the right girl, and for an evening I thought Rebecca might be that. So that was part of what got us into the room, I think.
4: I'm sorry the world told you you needed to do that, baby,
0: Remus said gently. Sirius quirked half a smile at him. Well, I got there eventually. Dieu merci. Oui, Remus smiled back. Fucking eventually. He dropped his head backwards and sighed. And, okay, I am a bit jealous. Sirius barked out a laugh. Really, pourquoi? Tu es l'amour de ma vie, you know that, right? he said, trailing his fingertips up Remus's forearm.
4: Twa-osi, baby. I love you so much. But. It really sucked watching you with girls all those years. And I had no claim on you then, but, still.
2: I get it. If you had had a boyfriend I would've hated that. Remus snorted.
4: You would've been so mean to him. Captain stares across nachos. RBF
0: over fries. Definitely. Sirius agreed. He scooted over to sit beside Remus, both their backs resting back against the bed. He wrapped his arm around Remus's shoulders and pulled him in towards his side. I'll tell you anything you want, if that helps.
4: It was very not great. It seems Rebecca would disagree on that.
2: Sirius scrubbed a hand over his face. I honestly was surprised she said that. I guess focusing on her, or any of the girls, was a way to not focus on what I was feeling.
0: Or not feeling. Remus just nodded his head tucked into the warmth of Sirius's shoulder.
4: Tell me a bit about the night. Maybe if I do know about it, I'll stop thinking about it.
0: Sirius nodded and took a moment to
2: remember. We spent a lot of time in the hotel bar with James. Playing pool, talking, having fun. Having James there absolutely was part of the reason I got comfortable with her. It was an annoying weekend of photo shoots and interviews. There were some drinks. I think there was juggling. Juggling? Juggling what? Remus laughed. Random things. Coasters, probably a shoe. Remus laughed,
4: picturing it. And I'm sure you were the best at all of that and won her right over with your skill.
2: No way, she beat me at pool and juggling. But I beat pots, so that was okay.
0: Remus turned to look at him. Really? She was better than you. At juggling. Sirius gave Remus a funny look. Yeah. Remus stood up, going for the suitcase. Let's see it. What? Sirius laughed.
4: You're juggling. You didn't even have to be amazing at it for her to want you. I want to
0: see how you look when you're juggling. Sirius shook his head, but stood and cleared away the tray with their plates on it. Remus gathered enough balls of socks and gave three to Sirius while he started to toss his own. He tossed two in one hand, then the other, looking at Sirius the whole time. Sirius rolled his eyes.
4: Of course you're already good at this. Julian and I would do this together.
0: Remus laughed. So let's see you, Cap. Sirius tossed one sock up and immediately dropped the other two. And again. And again. His socks ended up on the floor as Remus watched with a smirk on his lips. Tabernacle.
4: Impressive pickup technique. I can see clearly why this works so well.
0: Remus deadpanned. I think it was more than my juggling. Sirius said, keeping his eyes on the socks. I'm sure it was.
4: Maybe you turned around when you picked up the sock so you could show off Canada's ass. Or did you add in a bend and snap? Fuck you.
0: After a few minutes he started to get the rhythm, the toss-up, pass over, knew which sock to watch at what time. Remus juggled his socks easily, and Sirius caught his three in his hands after a few successful rounds around.
2: You win, you win.
0: But I can do it now at least. Not bad, baby. Quick study, like always. Remus tossed his socks neatly into the suitcase. What happened next? A lump rose Sirius's throat at the heat behind Remus's words. Are you sure you're only a little jealous? Sirius said quietly, pushing. That someone else had their hands on me. Remus closed the distance between them in two quick strides and had Sirius's jaw in his hands and their lips crashing together before Sirius could feel satisfaction at having successfully riled up his husband. Remus pushed him backwards until Sirius's back hit a wall, and he spread his feet apart to bring their lips to the same level. Remus kept his hands cupping Sirius's jaw the whole time they kissed, tongues diving in and out of each other's mouths.
2: This actually is what happened next,
0: Sirius murmured heart beating fast. Yeah. Remus breathed into his mouth.
2: Yeah. Except I was tense and overthinking every movement of
0: my lips, instead of turned on. And it was against the door, not a wall. Remus broke away just long enough to turn them and guide Sirius against the door, pressing him into it with a thunk. He clicked off the overhead lights while he was at it, and plunged back into the kiss. Mine. Remus said, hardly louder than a breath. A tingle traveled up Sirius's spine and he moaned into the kiss. For always. Sirius agreed. Remus moved onto to Sirius's neck and collarbones, biting and sucking in a way that Sirius knew would leave marks, and he loved that almost as much as the overwhelming feeling of Remus's lips on his neck. What next? Remus asked. Sirius shook his head to bring himself back to the world of coherent speech. Um, she knelt down and kissed my stomach. Remus felt Sirius tighten up and he stopped sucking a mark into his collarbone, instead drew Sirius's earlobe into his mouth, and whispered. Was that a bad thing?
2: No, no, not bad. I just never let myself have that, before. It felt too easy and like too much to ask and I was very concerned about what they'd tell their friends.
4: That makes sense, baby.
0: Remus turned pressing Sirius into the door into more of a hug than a make-out position, and Sirius relaxed in his arms and the
2: piece of me that apparently is territorial of you is extremely glad I got to be your first.
0: Remus bent one graceful leg underneath himself, lowered to one knee, and then the other. He trailed his hands down Sirius's sides and belly, fingertips light over his abs. He ran his hands up and under Sirius's shirt, hooked them into the tops of his pants as he kissed Sirius's stomach.
4: Not to get caught up in the details of this admittedly strange roleplay, but can I actually suck you?
0: Sirius's breath caught and he let out a little gasp as Remus's fingertips trailed over his zipper.
2: Yeah, re, yeah, you can.
0: So he did. Sirius let his head rest back against the door, let himself just feel. Feel the pleasure building, the way that wet heat could make his brain turn off, thoughts didn't need to spin around his mind when he was in Remus's mouth. He looked down then, threading a hand through Remus's hair taking in the sight of Remus with his eyes closed, working so hard for him, lips spread. Sirius knew he would be consciously relaxing his throat, breathing in time with his thrusts, all that effort for Sirius, just for Sirius to feel good. And it felt so good. Yes, Monlou, Sirius said voice low. That's so good. Do you feel good? He asked. Remus opened his eyes at that and looked up and Sirius's heart skipped a beat at the view an even more clear image of his cock pressing into Remus' mouth. Remus moved back until the tip was just resting on his bottom lip.
4: Um hum, so good baby, you feel amazing.
0: Sirius groaned and thrust forwards and Remus received him eagerly, still looking up at him. Sirius tugged his hair just a bit more, both hands now, pushing his hips forwards and back, heat building in his gut and up his spine. He made himself stop mostly threw himself back into the door while keeping his hands in Remus's hair to keep him away. Remus reached forward with his mouth, still in the rhythm they had been building, but Sirius held him back, gasping. Are we
2: keeping this going?
0: You want to know what happened next? Sirius panted.
2: Or are you satisfied that it's only you I want?
0: Remus smirked up at him. Yeah. You only want my mouth. Sirius groaned. Fuck, Remus. He hauled him up for a deep and dirty kiss.
2: Yes, of course I only want you. Je t'aime la folie. He said between kisses. es mon âme, sir. My soulmate,
0: Remus, it's you.
4: Je t'aime la folie aussi.
0: Remus said more slowly, but with just as much feeling and truth behind it as Sirius had. Sirius smiled at Remus speaking French and at Remus's red lips, swollen from kissing, and just at Remus.
4: But I do want to keep going. It's... Kind of fun. To pretend we're having a hotel hookup. Except I actually really love you. In some territorial part of me does want to touch every part of you anyone else
0: did. He trailed his fingertips along Sirius's jaw. Claim every part of you. You have me. I know. What's next? Sirius walked him backwards to the bed, halfway giddy at the intersection of memories. At the wish that he could show his past self the future, this future of his beautiful husband in his arms, stripping his shirt off and tracing hard lines of muscles. Height and build smaller than him, but not by much. Remus had shown him time and time again that he could manhandle Sirius just fine. But tonight Sirius was overcome by the desire to claim this present. To claim his desire for sex and make it his own. To claim his husband for the sake of his past self who had hardly been able to place even the smallest stake in want. He had feared every want, afraid a blowjob would make him an asshole. Afraid his teammates would somehow know if he had asked sex and they'd hate him for it. Afraid that if he let his gaze linger on a man, or pulled one aside at a bar, that he'd be immediately kicked out of hockey. But then Remus had been before him and said, for me, it'd be worth it. And now Remus was under his lips, as Sirius attacked his neck and jaw with love, so so thankful that they had plunged into this together. They fumbled with each other's pants until they dropped to the floor and they held on to each other as they each stepped out of their clothes. Sirius whispered a jump and then Remus's ass was cupped in his palms and their lips were entangled in a deep kiss. Sirius loved how he had to work a bit to hold Remus. It wasn't hard but it wasn't easy. Nothing in life that was worth doing was easy and Remus was worth every effort and Sirius was happy to expend the effort. He plunged his tongue deeper licked across the top of Remus's mouth. Remus moaned and moved his hips in response, and Sirius wanted. He tossed Remus onto the bed, and the mattress bounced impressively. Sirius was on top of him not a second later, moaning into the kiss when Remus wrapped his legs around his hips. They kissed and moved for a while, just enjoying each other, the heat of desire pooling in his belly but not growing.
4: Was she a good kisser?
0: Remus asked, panting slightly. Sirius couldn't help but laugh. Re, Monka. I have no idea. He peppered kisses along Remus's jaw, which was just slightly rough.
2: I was so in my head I wouldn't have known a good kisser if they had jumped up and bit me.
0: Remus laughed and turned his head to take Sirius's earlobe into his teeth and bite.
4: We were laying just like this, you on top of me, the first time we kissed.
0: Remus murmured into Sirius's ear. Sirius's eyes tingled with the promise of tears at the thought. Something about seeing Rebecca again made the past and present overlap tonight, like he could feel both at the same time. How scared he had been to kiss Remus that night, but how hopeful making a different wish on his birthday candles had made him. Best
2: kiss of my life,
0: Sirius replied. Me too. They gazed into each other's eyes for a long moment, then Sirius sighed and pushed himself up. He found his phone and scrolled for their shared sex playlist. The one that if they got a notification the other had added a song they knew they'd be on each other the moment they were behind a closed door. Sirius smiled to himself at this small intimacy and tracked down the lube and a towel. Remus continued speaking.
4: Even if I was more than a bit in shock that it was happening at all.
0: He was trailing his fingertip across his stomach as he watched Sirius moving around the room.
4: I remember the feel of your thigh between my legs and that felt so good, just that. That's something I have to agree with Rebecca on. You've always been stupidly good in bed, from the first time.
0: Sirius brought the baba back to bed, shaking his head. Me, Monlou, you. Only you.
4: It was
2: only for you that I've ever been good for. Only you that made me so hard and desperate I have to clutch you to me and chase it.
0: Remus's cheeks were pink, from the kissing, from the memory. Sirius pressed kisses to each of his cheeks slicked his fingers from the pump bottle and trailed them along Remus's ass. Remus quivered beneath him, dropping his head back, and here, with one hand cupping his husband's beautiful face, and two fingers tracing the soft skin inside him, Sirius felt fully himself. Remus always made him feel like himself, but juxtaposing it with his past made it feel even more sharply perfect. A happiness sharp enough to cut him, but safe enough that he knew he could lean into it. And feel nothing but love. It felt so good, goosebumps erupted over his skin. You feel so good. Sirius hummed into Remus's ear. Thank the fucking gods I met you in the bar today. Happiness and love that were safe enough to play with. Remus locked eyes with him, and the desire there sharpened into mischief. Sirius loved that look, the half smile that came over Remus's mouth.
4: Thankfully, you're better at this than juggling, eh? I was worried there for a minute you wouldn't be able to coordinate kissing and fingering at the same time.
0: Oh, fuck you. Sirius laughed, and dove into a kiss, while spreading his fingers and pumping them in and out, making Remus gasp. Yes please. He managed to say with still a hint of a smirk. Sirius continued to show off his coordination by adding another finger, and bringing his other hand down to Remus's balls and rolling his own hips against Remus's thigh and kissing him deeply. Remus was starting to go limp with pleasure below him, gasping and moaning into his kisses. Sirius didn't break the kiss as he got more lube onto himself and got between Remus's legs. Ready, handsome. You want a condom? Sirius asked, not touching him now, just a hair's breadth away from joining them together, but having to take the moment to play.
4: Oh my fucking god
0: Sirius, get into me, Remus said reaching for his hips but at this angle he didn't have the leverage to pull Sirius forwards when Sirius was holding himself back.
2: You sure? I'll wear one. I've never fucked anyone else without a condom.
0: He still said it playfully, but gazed into Remus's eyes, reminding him of the reality beneath their game. Remus was the one, the only. Me neither. I'm sure. Remus said softly, and Sirius let himself be pulled forwards and they both gasped as he pressed into Remus. They hadn't had a thought or mention of condoms in ages, but taking the time to remember why they didn't need to, the contrast to the past, made the slide and feel all the better. Hot and wet and completely different than it had been with anyone else. Not that he'd had anyone else like this before, had never let himself ask. But now he was inside his beautiful husband whose body pulled him in deeper with each stroke, who met him thrust for thrust, who knew just how tightly to hold Sirius's hair to make him moan. He could want, and he could have. And so he had. They went through lover boy and shivers. And then loving is easy made Sirius throw his head back and laugh at the joy of being in love and being in the moment, and being with his person. Remus looped a hand behind his neck and smiled into his mouth as they moved together. You almost, ah, their baby, he said into his mouth. Is this the position you liked with? Sirius smiled to himself. Remus didn't even want to say anyone else's name, didn't want to invoke anyone else when they were like this, as close as two people could be. I like you. Sirius said nonsensically, pressing his lips into Remus's cheeks as he huffed out breaths, pleasure starting to crest up his spine. He felt Remus shift though, felt his mouth open as if to ask a question. He stilled and took a deep breath to push the wave of release away, for now. D'accord, d'accord.
2: No, beautiful man who I met today and yet am, for some reason, replaying a night from years ago with, this isn't how we did it.
0: He leaned back just enough to let Remus's leg that had been over his shoulder pass in front of him, and guided Remus to spin on his cock, lifting his hips up until he could get his knees under him. Sirius pressed back and fully hard. Remus gasped at the new angle, the ability to speak coherent words quickly fucked out of him. Sirius draped his body heavily over Remus so he could speak right into his ear. I had to get her like
2: this so I could pretend it was you.
0: Remus threw his head back and gasped, panting with every deep, hard thrust Sirius gave him. Sirius stayed with his chest bent over Remus's back, tall enough to still be able to move and hit the spot that made Remus see stars and yell. Sirius reveled in every noise he wrung out of him, loved the firm torso under his arms. Loved the sharp nipples that he rolled under his fingers. Loved this man. Yes, Sirius, yes, I'm gonna. Remus gasped out. There, baby, more, yes. His words flowed out of him in a breathy babble. With a loud, I love you. Remus was coming. The contrast washed over Sirius in a wave of emotion. How no matter who he was doing this with, he had wanted to please them. Yet with Remus it was completely different. He wasn't trying to check a box, he wasn't overthinking or worrying or planning. He was tuned into the movements and sounds of the man he loved, the person who loved him, and their love weaved between them as pleasure. Taking pleasure only for himself wouldn't even cross his mind. But following his lover over the edge of orgasm, that was as easy as breathing, as real as the pull Remus's body had on Sirius's cock, as natural as coming hard in response to the tightness of Remus's body. Re. Je t'aime. Sirius gasped back, and bit down into Remus's trap as his hips stuttered and the waves crested again for both of them. Remus pushed his hips back as the dredges of his second wave tingled down his spine, just as Sirius pressed forwards, and they collapsed together. Sirius deep inside, on top of and firmly inside Remus, and he never needed anything else. Nothing had crossed his mind through this whole evening other than the sensations that Remus's body. Remus's very being, could and did ring from him with every touch. Sirius couldn't help but push forwards one more time, chasing any drop of that perfect feeling, and Remus gasped in oversensitivity, but also arched his back, meeting Sirius's thrust. Holy shit. Remus eloquently muttered into the pillow some time later.
4: How do you always make it so good? I felt like I was
0: coming forever. Sirius's heart was near to bursting with pride and love. It's all you, love only you. Remus hummed in response and they stayed like that, serious pressing Remus down so completely into the mattress with his full body weight. But he knew Remus could take it, and he didn't want to ever move. But when his English had returned he asked, Do you believe me now? That it's only you? That it's
2: only you I've ever loved, ever felt like this? Other people maybe touched my body, but only you
0: get my heart. Remus ducked his head against the sheets, cheeks red.
4: I always believed you, baby. I just also had some jealousy come over me for no good reason. Sirius nuzzled
0: his ear with a smile.
4: I'm
2: not complaining. I'll fuck you like that anytime you want. If there's anything from your past that you want to redo with me, you just tell me when.
0: Remus laughed, and it reverberated through both of them. He turned his neck back to the side so they could rest their faces together. They knew if either of them moved Sirius would slip out, so they stayed still, breathing each other in, the pounding of their hearts slowing
2: and it's not just cause you're a guy.
0: Sirius said apropos of nothing. Hum. Remus hummed, eyes still closed.
2: Well obviously I like your body the way it is, I'm gay, but it's not just that.
0: Baby, what? Remus laughed, opening his eyes. You have me very convinced that you like my body, I know this. Sirius huffed a laugh and tried to say what he meant.
2: Okay, so I know I'm gay, and you're hot, so of course I like your body. But even though you're the only guy I've been with, I know it's all of you. Even if I had hookups with other guys, there's no one else that would have wanted me, and not Gryffindor Lion, Center Sirius Black.
4: I don't think that's true, baby, you're so amazing. I'm sure other people would have realized that, if you had been able to let them in.
2: Okay, maybe, whatever, but I didn't need to keep trying girls until I found the right one, and it wasn't that I just needed a man.
0: I needed you. I need you. Oh baby, Remus murmured and finally turned in Sirius's arms so they could be pressed chest to chest, their legs tangled and arms wrapped tight around each other. They traced light fingertips along the other's back and sides, and both of them broke into goosebumps, shivering and melting into each other. I need you too. You're all I'll ever need. Sirius hummed happily and tucked his face into Remus's neck. Both of their eyes drifted closed, and they rested in each other's arms, satisfied. Thanks for listening to this text-to-speech podfic composed by Burning Aurora.